All right, it is March 30, 2022. It is time for another round table discussion. What does that mean? That means we're at the round table and we're going to have a discussion here at Lawyer Talk. Uh, we've got uh, the normal crew plus special guest back in the studio. So we've got uh, Norm, you know, your old hat anyway. We don't, um, it's nothing new. Nobody, nobody's ever called me normal, by the way. So <laughs> no. I, the well, normal it's normal. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Normal, sort of like the marijuana people. Well, we have some more spectacular people than me. Yeah, so. we got Brett with Circle 270 Media. There you go. As usual, holding down the uh, center spot at the round table. And we have a back by popular demand. Jared. I'm back. He's back. All right, so, man. Back from the living dead, man. Badass. Love it. It's um so back in the studio for the first time since uh the accident and uh at the microphone, really. So I'm sitting back. I'm here. He's here. Eight yeah. operations later. Eight I'm, operations. Uh, eight operations. Wow. I'm 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 I don't know I'm not good to go yet. I mean, I'm I'm better to go. You're better to go. I yeah. I thought personally that I was going to be further along than I am. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of us that thought personally that you wouldn't be along at all. Yeah, right. So, you yes. know, you know that. Exactly. Uh, you so look great. You sound great. Exactly. Man. Exactly. And it's you know it isn't even summer yet, so this is going to be a great year for you. I hope. Yeah. I was bringing it on. I got plenty to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, the normal roundtable is a, a little bit uh, more lively, I suppose, today. But, uh, you know, Norm, I can't. I got to start because there was a there was an assault on national TV. I know this is cliche and everybody's talking about it. Nobody wants to hear any more about it, but I just can't help it. You yeah. know, you got, you got uh, an assault on stage, on a national stage, on television for the world to see, and uh, and nothing happens. So Will Smith, in the midst of the... Oscars is that what this was? I don't even right. know. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so yes. it was. It was the Oscars, right? It's the Oscars. He stands up and uh, and smacks Chris Rock right across the chops for insulting his wife or something uh, in a joke. Yeah. Can I ask you a legal question? Yeah, that's what we're here for, man. Right. Well, <laughs> not really. This is not lawyer talk. Really, it's not medical but, talk. Yeah, it's right. kind of a round round table bullshit talk. But no, it so. The, the thing that confuses me and always has is that um, the victim declined to press charges. Now, so that'd be Chris Rock deciding he didn't want to press charges against Will Smith. But yet we all saw in a criminal act on stage, right? Okay. Yeah. So who cares if the victim doesn't want to press charges? Why wouldn't the prosecutors – now, I know they're not prosecuting – misdemeanors in california anymore right you can you could break into a jewelry store and as long as you don't take more than a thousand bucks they they basically don't press charges against shoplifting right but setting that aside unless you beat up a shoplifter then they'll charge you for beating up a shoplifter right well, but, well okay so but well, not we'll, but not beating up chris rock on stage on national tv i mean talk about evidence so i'm trying yeah, yeah so i'm trying to figure out what 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 does his as a victim's decision not to press charge so what that would be like a girl gets raped or or whatever and she decides she doesn't want to press charges but yet there's video evidence and it's why wouldn't the prosecutors just prosecute this guy i have dozens of files upstairs in the law firm 
just loaded with victims who don't want to quote press charges. Now I remember saying press charges one time as a kid. My dad was like, "Press charges? No such thing as press and charge." Yeah, it's like the, the that's what I'm the, saying. The police go file charges against people, and then the prosecutor prosecutes yeah. Yeah. crime. Right, and the the victim is nothing more than I don't want to say that, but it, the, the victim should be nothing more than a witness. Uh, to a crime. You know, you're right. a witness, but you're also a victim. In Ohio, we have victims' rights. So there actually is a constitutional amendment that lets victims come into a courtroom and say what they got to say. Not only that, I, I've, I'm working on a case right now where there's three separate alleged victims. And, you know, there's this general rule in trials that it's called separation of witnesses. So if you're a witness in a case and there's a bunch of witnesses, we would say, Your Honor, move for separation of witnesses right. or witness sequestration if you want to get fancy. So, so, so hold, Steve, on, hold, on, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so it, it, now with this new victims amendment, they're yeah. allowed in court. Okay. The, so the, you can move to separate the witnesses, except the victims get to listen to the other victims testify. It's a bunch of nonsense. Now, here's how it happens, though. So victims have rights to be represented by advocates. They don't even have to be lawyers. And most of the time, the advocates work for the prosecutor's office. And the advocates come into court and they champion the cause of the victim, saying, you know, you, they deserve this and you deserve that. So they get their own little pseudo lawyer. And I've actually represented victims. And here's how it works, though. Most of the time, if the victim wants to prosecute, then the advocates are all over it. But if the victim doesn't want to prosecute, or if I, or and the prosecutors are all over it, if the victim doesn't want to prosecute, and I go in representing a victim and said, look, you know, they made it up, she doesn't want to do it, or he doesn't want to be here, doesn't want to prosecute, doesn't want to see anything happen, once the case is dismissed, well, this is a battered woman, or this is somebody, you know, we know better for this person. So we're going to prosecute it anyway. And I'm making your point for you is that most of the time, the prosecutors only care what the victim has to say when they want to prosecute. When they don't want to prosecute, they usually just prosecute anyway. Mm. Well, let, okay, so I mentioned rape. There was a reason I mentioned that. So out in California, the famous Michael Jackson child molestation uh, allegations uh, situation was the prosecutor was going to take Michael Jackson down, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, multiple uh, victims. And what, what he did was then, so I guess. The, I mean, whoever would have thought that he was engaged in something weird with like a well, but, never, never land ranch. Right. Oh, yeah. Having but kids was, sleep in his that bedroom. That was left field well, stuff. I mean, exactly. well, I mean yeah. that goes to, right. you know. Like parent, most of us have those kind of things. Like, well, sure, yeah. sure. Well, that son, goes. That you can goes, go sleep in bed with Michael Jackson. <laughs> well, that I mean, that goes to, you know, parents that are out to lunch. But, but the point is that prosecutors had this evidence. They were going to prosecute. And then Michael Jackson's lawyers made payoff deals with the families of these children. And then suddenly the, the children and their parents got amnesia. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, it was pretty clear. Now you, that's illegal. You can't make a deal. My understanding, you can't make a deal. Okay. That thwarts a, a prosecution. You, but they decided that they didn't want to relive their victimhood. Yeah. They didn't want to testify. And so the prosecutors left with basically no witnesses for his well, case. You know, so what you'd have to look for, you have to testify in court unless if you're under subpoena. Yeah. Unless you have a privilege or some other reason why you don't have to testify. So one privilege would be you, if you have a privilege against self-incrimination. So if, if somebody is subpoenaed, one criminal is subpoenaed to another criminal's trial yeah. and they say, look, I'm not going to testify because in order to testify, I've got to, I'm compromising my own right to remain silent and yeah. not incriminate myself. Another would be like um, things that a husband and wife say together in a marriage, you know, th th sure. that's privileged. Uh, you have uh, but Chris a Chris doctor's Rock, privilege. He's got, he's got no excuse. So, if they but, prosecute Will Smith, 
Chris Rock. They don't he, even need him. He can't. That's right. He doesn't. I mean, I don't know what this press. So I've heard of private referral. So like if 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 you've been victimized or cheated or something, you can go to the police or you can go to the prosecutor and file. I think it's called a private. You, referral. Know, you have a private filing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah something I, I can go. I can go swear out my own complaint. Yeah. And, 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 and in a way that's pressing charges. But in this case. That's, I'm with your dad. That's ridiculous. It's I'm, absurd. And to think that uh, they're not going to do anything because Chris Rock doesn't want to do anything. Now, I, I will say this. We, sh- we should be sort of fair to, to, the, to the point, and that is it should matter what the victim has to say, but it should also matter. Well, that's sentencing. Um, it should also matter across the board. So you can't just have it. We only care what the victim has to say in this situation, but not in others. So, look, if you're going to take into account what the victim wants to do, and yeah. you know, just say you're doing that, but it's you're gonna you're gonna look at all these cases and find they typically don't do that. They typically prosecute if they want to prosecute, irrespective of what the victim wants to do, and they typically don't prosecute if they don't want to prosecute, irrespective of what the victim wants to so, do. So Will Smith could be still held up on charges. Then you're saying he could still be charged he with assault. Be. Yeah, he could he's be. committed an assault. I was yes, at court talking yeah. to prosecutors, and they're like, "There's this one prosecutor. It's like, no, I can see this. You know, it makes sense to me. Is like, you know, he insulted his wife, so he got smacked." I said, "Dude." I'm going to record this. Let's just get this. Let's go in on the record right now. So the next time I have a case where the victim deserved to have his ass kicked, you're going to say, I'm not going to prosecute because the victim deserved it. Right. Now I go into court and I make a comment like that. This is all the same shout down. You're victim blaming. You're victim blaming. Well, you're you want to, you want to know something funny. Somebody dug up old video of Will Smith doing a stand up routine, making fun of bald people. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he had to at some yeah. point in time. Yeah, he was yeah. making fun yeah. of this bald guy in the audience or something, and they got they got video of him, you know, like chortling over this guy's shiner. And I'm yeah. like, hey, wow, there's a sauce for the goose. Yeah. A joke's a joke. Right. Right. Some are going to laugh. Somebody's not going to laugh. And, and, and if he a was, joke's a joke. And if they were both offended, they could have stood up and walked out. Well, it's like, yep. there, there's a, like, let's step outside. You know, you don't do it on an S. It's such a baby move to stand up and smack it. Because, you know, first of all, I'm not sure what Chris Rock was saying, like whether he could take him or not take him. I, I don't know. Um, but it was sort of a bully move because clearly Will Smith towers over the guy. And, uh, you know, he did. He was in that Muhammad Ali movie, so he probably can fight. Well, he didn't even know. I don't know. I mean, he, I mean, he didn't know what Chris Rock was going or uh, what Will Smith was going. Maybe. maybe I, I'm not sure. Yet, maybe Will Smith was going to come up and you know and and shake his finger or, or like who, give him a little fake yes. punch. Yeah, right, right. right. Or or you know, kind of duck around. I, have you seen those? Have you seen those YouTube videos of the slapping contests? Yes. Have you guys ever seen this? Those are nuts. No, no, it is insanity. It's These insanity. guys sit across yeah. a table. I can't. Like a, it's like a high top table at yeah. a bar. No. And they yeah. sit across that no. and they stick their chin out and yeah. they smack each other. That's crazy stuff. It, it is, is insane. Yeah. And there's there's rules to it. So like if you if you hit somebody with your palm, Steve, I thought you were count. busy. <laughs> oh, this is good stuff. It it is really. It's well worth it. You catch it on YouTube every now and then. So well, they, well, they you're eating dinner. Each other. Sure. Well, I'm eating breakfast and dinner. But uh, so Will Smith lays a smack like that on yeah. Chris Rock. I wonder what Banks would say. I wonder what the comedians would say about this. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, if 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 they're heckling or they they're dealing with a heckler in the audience and they say something offensive, heckler just gets up and decks them. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's happened a, a hundred times. Well, I mean, you know, Lenny Bruce or, or, you know, going back in history, you know, says something crazy. And some guy who's in uniform that just came back from Nam 
you know, goes up and says, what'd you just say? I'm a, I'm a murderer. I'm yeah. Genghis Khan and, and laid the guy down. You know, it's happened. I wonder if that guy got prosecuted. If it happened, it just, it's crazy to me. Yeah. It's just like, it's never, never land out there, man. It, it right. is, it is in what world I don't do you get to stand up at an award ceremony in front of the entire universe right. and hit somebody and not get ejected. I mean, at least kick the guy, or at least bring security up and escort him out and calm right. him down. I haven't, right. I haven't seen this. Did he hit him? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely hit him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just, just clocked him. Locked not, straight not up. Not only assault. Open-fisted or, or open-handed. Not only assault, but battery. Mm. It was yeah. the whole deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have the tape running. A joke's the, a joke. You either laugh or you don't laugh. Yeah. You can leave and say, that guy sucks. You can say, that guy was great. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want. That's yeah. a joke. I know. And Will Smith was sort of laughing. This is what's interesting about it, is that uh, all he did was say, hey, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2, because the girl's got a shaved head like, like what's her name, Demi Moore. She's got a, a, a hair loss. Uh, She's got a disease. Disease. Uh, I'll summarize. Okay. Yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It, it's tragic, I'm sure. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, so Will Smith hears the joke and starts laughing. You can they, they, There's like video cam or video footage of him laughing. So he laughed at first, Jared. And then you look over at wife's reaction. And she's like eye rolling and pissed. And then you look back at Will, and all of a sudden he has to. He realizes that wait a uh, minute, hold on. Now uh, she's gonna be mad at me unless I go do something about this. Right. So then he stands up and and uh, clocks him. So it's, well, a lot of people think Will Smith should get an Oscar for his acting performance for his wife there, yeah. because he went from laughing at the joke yeah. to a meet, you know, to to then being you know horrified and pissed off. Well, about and there was no way they're gonna escort him out. To your point, no. because he won. Yeah, they knew he was going to win. Well, they knew he was going to win. There was no he, way they're going to screw up Because he's show. Will Smith. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. But yeah. I don't care. He's royal, You're right. You're if right, it's though. Charlton Heston, Will Smith, oh, no. any of, these, any of exactly. these people. They would not have. So so if Cary Grant or Charlton Heston went up or John Wayne or Clark Gable had, you know, had went up and and, and slapped somebody well, 50 years, every, they, would, they every, would not have. First of all, they wouldn't have done it. I was going to say, everybody you mentioned has more class course, than Will Smith. But they, exactly. they would not have escorted that person out either. Right. I don't know. Because it's royalty. I don't know. Oh, back, dude, in, back in Hollywood, day, you, well, they, it never would have happened. I culturally, guess, so. we've always let these people get away with murder. And that show has changed over time, too, because they were even talking about the host. Dude, now, the, now the host has to make fun of Hollywood. At the beginning, the Academy Awards, you didn't do that. Dude, dude, so it, was a different, it was a different culture. That, yeah. I mean, reporters knew JFK was doing the wild thing with all kind of women. Yeah. Right? Okay. Never got reported in real time. Including Marilyn Monroe. No, no, for sure. They got they the media so, protected those people exactly, and they would have protected them back then on a on a bitch slap. Yeah, except it's 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 not about the media protecting them. It's about doing it at a time and a place where you can't be protected. But our I mean, culture worshipped these people. This isn't sneaking in Marilyn yeah. into the White House right. bedroom. Right. This right. is on Front Street, worldwide right. TV. Right. Committing an assault. Well, it just shows you the only difference. And then screaming the F-bomb. We've brought it out of the closet. Now it's in plain view. And and the American public still doesn't care. It's just a bunch of... They're a bunch of... (laughs) I mean, mean, all it is is we still don't care. And look... We still worship these people like they're special. And they're not. A lot of them are very dumb. Will, Will Smith is not an educated person, right? He was a fresh prince. Right, teenage. Punk. Sure, he's a talented entertainer, is what he is. Yeah, yeah, but he—I yeah. mean, he didn't go to Ohio State or or you well, know I, Miami I University. I mean, the the guy is not worldly. He's not educated like 
you know, on, I, like, I, like, maybe here's what you're trying to say. I think is it, there is nothing special about his intellect no. that would give him cover for anything. No. And, you know, maybe he's a smart guy. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Well, I, I know he's a talented entertainer. And for some reason, people think that that makes him special. Sure. Um, and, and maybe he does, too, because he's been told that his whole well, life. Well, that's why you've got, who was it? Uh, not Glenn Close, Close, but the, uh, I mean, you've got these people testifying <clears throat> in Congress about ALAR on apples and, you know, about the world, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio about the the world uh, climate. And or all Sean the, Penn declaring that come on, Iraq is free zone. You know, remember that one? Like, yeah. like, I declare this safe. Well, right, yeah. And then, he's, and then he's buddies with uh, Hugo down in Venezuela. <laughs> and some he, of the dumbest people of all time are these actors. Hanoi Jane. Hanoi yeah. Jane. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, well, that's our, the most offensive thing that's well, maybe maybe ever happened. Our Hollywood guys are getting tortured in real time. And she's and down the there. Hanoi Hilton. And they're being asked to do appearances with with Jane Fonda concurrently and saying, no, I don't want to appear with her. I don't want to be used as a prop and then getting tortured for it. She caused more torture. It, no, to worse. They were handing her like some guys handed her notes, like, like yeah. passing over passing. And messages. she gave them to the she NBA. Yeah. She turned them right. in and got guys killed. I mean, she should be like, she committed treason. The only thing that bothers me about the Hanoi Jane episode is I hate doing this. But Donald Sutherland was on that same tour with her. He did everything she did. He was on that gun carriage. The air oh, really? I didn't know Oh, that. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. He spoke with her at the press conferences. It all became about Hanoi Jane, right, because of Henry Fonda, Yeah. right? So, so she was Hollywood royalty. I do like Henry Fonda. I liked Do- his movie. Donald yeah. Sutherland did every single damn thing. And he showed Fonda. his ass in Animal House. I don't know. what. <laughs> He, he isn't. Did. He is an ass. Now I love him in Kelly's, you know, heroes. But oh, he's a good actor. I mean, he was. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, but he pissed. You know, it's really, it's really sad though. I, I'm sad in one way that all of the, all of the, you know, venom is directed at Jane Fonda because. I mean, it's not right. She she had a co-conspirator. Yeah, but Kiefer hmm. Sutherland did those twenty four series, so he made up for it. <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. There you go. Okay, Jane Fonda did Barbarella. Well, she she did do Barbara and the Jane Fonda workout. Man, I mean, she was one of the first with a leotard. Yeah, going up her crack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got a list of like four hundred things. This and isn't, Will, you don't want to keep Will, you know, Will Smith wasn't even on can, can, it. Can, can I know, I, but I can't help it. Can, no. can I interject before you get into your no, list? Go ahead. One thing no. I can add today, I was thinking about. Okay, so I appreciate all of our conversations about constitutional law. Yeah. Whether it's federal or state, and you probably know I'm going going to go with this. Maybe. I don't. But what is the deal with the Republicans wanting to impeach Maureen O'Connor to for supporting what is in the Constitution that has to be done about the, the, the voting districts? Oh, he wants to get into redistricting. To redistricting. No, I don't care about the redistricting piece. Well, I'm talking about Maureen O'Connor well, but saying this is not legal but by state constitution. But that's what this is and all And they about. want to impeach her for upholding the Constitution. Well, Brett, that's your. And and we're her. talking about the state constitution. Yeah, state constitution in Ohio. That's right. your. That's your interpretation. That's her interpretation. But and, unless I'm seeing it wrong, well, and that's why I want to bring dude, it up. Dude, I am not the expert. I all I, I, all I, I, all I can say is we're now on plan number four, and we've already missed. Yeah, the primary, uh, like the ship right. has sailed for several of the elections right. cannot be done on May 3rd now. We're actually being, ta- being told 
by the Secretary of State that if we if Ohio schedules a second primary, it's $30 million cost just to have. So they'll do the one on May 3rd anyway. That's coming up. Unless the, unless well, the legislature... Postpone it because of COVID and the government well, will pay for it. But the legislature has to do that. I mean, the Secretary of State yeah. can't do it on his own. But from my understanding is, it is in law that, well, well, that it has to well, be I done. Don't know what the, and she's saying well, I don't it's know not what, being followed. I know, yeah. And that's I'm misunderstanding. Well, there's going to be more to it. Now, whether it's impeachable. So here's what I would need to know. I would need to know the grounds for impeachment. Exactly. I would want to know why Marino, like what is the constitutional provision? What's not being followed? What is being followed? Right. I don't know. You might be yeah. right. I mean, I don't know. Look, well, here's the thing. Maureen O'Connor, she, she's term limited anyway. Sure. She's gone, I, I think, in a year. So I don't know what the impeachment does. I, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, because they're, they're impeaching on, their own. Yes, but dude, that's because the Republican drafted, the Republicans yeah. on the redistricting uh, body are the majority. Right, right, they, right. They have crafted now three plans that the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has rejected. Now, I could see rejecting it once or twice. Yeah. They're now on plan number four. Right. They've brought in Sixth Circuit federal negotiators to help them craft the fourth plan. Okay. I mean, it's getting absurd at this point. And, and the thing is, yeah, redistricting, you know, uh, what they call gerrymandering, right, right. is a natural outcome of winning an election. And, and for sure. The Democrats do this all oh. the freaking time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going not party re- line on it. I'm just it's, curious it's about It's not a Republican yeah. invention oh, no. to gerrymander. That is, that's politics. Spoils of war. Exactly. So, I agree. I so, agree with I mean, that. they've come up with three plans. Yeah. Three plans went out the window. And I think at this point, some Republicans are looking at Maureen O'Connor and saying, you're impeding people being able to even choose, you know, new Okay. New legislators, because we can't now hold the primary okay. on time. Yeah. I mean, she is, I mean, it, it, again, is, I don't it, know the pros and cons, right. but it's getting now to a crisis. And you would think at some point, <clears throat> instead of the Supreme Court just handing back a no, it's not good enough, they would explicate exactly what they want. Can but they, they have can not, they can sure they they they've done it in school finance they've done okay. it in a number okay. of cases yeah but right. hold on I, it, just because they've done it before doesn't make it right I don't I think didn't say a, it made it right no, but yeah. I mean at this it's, point it's an emergency I don't think the court's job is to tell the legislature what to do the that's where my just, mind's going but back. they can they can tell the legislator what is defective. Well, they, I, I'm sure they are. I'm, well, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure they're saying it's, this is not, unkind. Well, well apparently look, they're not getting. One. Yeah, apparently yeah. not specific enough, Steve. Yeah, well, I don't know what the hang-up is yeah. on getting all this passed, but I'm sure it's political and it shouldn't be. But I'm sure it is. And, yeah. And why? Why they want to impeach? Well, the same thing's going on with uh, what's his name, Clarence Thomas. Well, um, I agree with. Oh, yeah. I agree with Brett, though. It is interesting because it's an internecine contest, Republicans against. Look. Of Republicans, and both parties now have subparties. Like, you've got Republicans, and then you have the rhinos, and you have like the Democrats, and then you have like the crazy leftists. True, it's right. like both parties have these, True. these oh, yeah. factions now yeah. oh, yeah. that are living yeah. within right. each other. Right. And I just like, thought that was and odd, like, and, and especially with all of our conversations about constitutional yeah. law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, which I, mean, I, which I'm, I appreciate. And respect. The, I'm closer to you on this one, Brett. I, I don't know that it is the legislative job to impeach a Supreme Court justice simply because they didn't get what they wanted out of the legislation now, right. or out of the judicial review. Now, 
there's more to it I need to know to, sure. to have an well, idea. There always is, of yeah. course. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not smart enough to even yeah. figure that out uh, and, or and, what's and, even right. available. Yeah. And, and, and it's going to take care of itself. It's a, it's yeah. a silly thing to impeach her when she's leaving office at the end of this year. Right, so she's a sacrificial lamb on top of all of it. Impeaching somebody who's gone. Exactly. Yeah. And that might be why she feels empowered to take the hardcore stand that she's taking. I figured that's probably what the case is. Yeah, it's kind of like a lame duck president, you know, pushing for his or her, you know. Pardoning people. But, but, But I appreciate her stand. Well, I don't know if I appreciate. I, 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 don't, have I to, don't know her. Yeah, I, yeah, I cannot comment to, on the merits because you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. And unless yeah. it's all politically driven, I mean, it's it, it is what it is. It's there, but again, there are nuances. She's voted against nuances. it, and that's that. Yeah, and that's what's. Yeah. Did have you followed this thing with Clarence Thomas? Where his wife, his wife was that they found old tweets or something or yeah, texts from his see, wife. Right there, I'm off. I'm off. Right there, it, it's you. his wife. It's insane. It's his wife. Exactly. It's insane. So his, his wife texted people or texted somebody about so what? what was going on on January yeah. 6th, like you know, go get him, Tiger, or something like that. Whatever. And uh, they want to impeach. They being AOC has called for this. Okay. And a couple other Dems have called to impeach Clarence Thomas because his wife had these texts, or at least have him recused from any decisions that have to do with january 6th okay and you know that's absurd and here again here here's where that that lunacy so so aoc must let me just interject so aoc must think a woman that's what i'm saying right is her man's property yes that here's what they bumped into each other clarence thomas clarence thomas somehow should be controlling his damn wife right or that uh well, exactly. Like yeah. he's like she's not allowed well, to operate independently from him. Hey, you know? AOC, get your shit together. You don't have your whole philosophy ironed out. I thought Clarence Thomas's wife, a female, assuming that a Katan- sovereign human can, being, can, can Katanji Jackson tell us what a female is? I guess not. But assuming Clarence Johnson, Clarence Thomas, actually, no, so. she couldn't. So uh, Clarence Thomas's wife, an independent person. A whole person, self-contained, with all the rights and virtues that any other citizen would have. She can't write some letters to the White House? Of course she can. What if she and voted BFD. differently? It's like, if my wife votes differently than I voted, is, oh, is that somehow going to be held against ridiculous. me? Right. Right. Come, mean, on. Come on, man. I'm all for women's rights. She has a right to look, do everything. We all everyth- know that the women get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, she has the like, same that rights. That be recorded for prosperity she, somewhere. Somebody's going to say, and he said, said, we all know women get it wrong. You said recorded for prosperity, and, and that's a good point. Somebody's going to write a great book out of this. Yeah, I'm sure that we're going to have the old lawyer talk episodes mined for unwoke content. Right. And all right, thank, think, you for, thank you for letting me interject, because I, I can bring it, one thing to the table today. I think it's, it's a good one. I think it's, uh, I think it's highly hypocritical. You know, of of the oh, left sure, to yeah. suddenly want to tell a man to control his woman's mouth. You got to be shitting me. Well, yeah. they're they're going to say we're not controlling his mouth, but she's compromised, so therefore he must be. He maybe must they'll, they'll sleep the together, ones, right? oh. exactly. Oh, but if he put his foot down and kept her quiet, none of this would be an issue. Go, go do some nonprofit stuff and shut your yeah, mouth. Right. Exactly. Go make cookies in the kitchen yeah. with Hillary. What kind? I don't know. Keto friendly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Something Bill would eat. For God's sakes. All right. Hey, Jussie is out of jail after six days. Oh, yeah. We should talk. We did cover this a couple weeks ago. So remember, I told you, Jussie would probably get an yeah. appellate bond. Got it. And this you. isn't, this isn't. <laughs> Because you're right. I don't have a problem with this. No. I really don't. He's so, on one of those bonds. That he's on you an appellate about. bond. Yeah, so yeah, he was convicted. His right. case is on appeal. Yeah. And here's the problem with this. If if I get convicted of an offense, and I'm certain, what did he get, 120 days? 
150. So by the time I appeal my conviction and get a decision, I've already served my sentence. Right. So it is not unusual nor unfair to give somebody a bond while the court of appeals is figuring out their case. I've had people on appellate bonds for years. Yeah. And um, it, it's more about why, I guess. They, he was getting threatened or some other nonsense. But either way, he probably would have gotten an appellate bond. Hunger strike. I don't know. There was something going on there. Now, somebody threatened him. There was some sort of threat or something. I don't well, know. But e- either way, Whatever. an appellate bond is not an unusual thing. So no. here's where here's where everybody needs to sort of be careful. And by everybody, I mean the people on the right, people on the left, et cetera. It's like you, you could make that sound like it's somehow special treatment or something, but it's really not. And you can make it sound like it's not special treatment when it really is. I mean, you just got to figure out what it is. This is a normal standard procedure to get a bond pending appeal, at least generally. I don't know about that jurisdiction. I wish to put back onto the record. That I was right? No. Oh. Well, no, you were right. (laughs) But but you were always right, so I don't need to put that back on the record. My record's still perfect. Your your record was perfect. But what I need to point out is when you say people on the left, people on the right, I need to remind people that the African-American chief of police of Chicago, okay, was incredibly furious that of all the man hours, the police man hours that went into investigating this that were completely wasted, you know, and and the taxpayers had to pay for all that when Jussie was starting, attempting to start a race war or a riot over racial incident that never happened, that he concocted, he invented, he made up, he orchestrated, he produced, he, and he directed it, and he hired the actors. Are you comparing him to Charlie Manson? Yeah. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to start Helter Skelter. Well, people, listen, downtown Chicago is a powder keg. Of course, oh, no, you're right about that. And, okay, and he did this downtown, right? Not far from Navy Pier. It's almost like, exciting like, a riot. Like you can almost Hello, charge that's him with what something. Norm's been saying. You can for... almost charge him with something like that. Exactly. But, yeah. So it's not what a left or right about? thing. Jesse Smollett, who uh, faked yeah, the sub yeah. sandwich yeah. beat, beat down. Yeah. Right. As Dennis Prager says, there is there is so little violent white against black uh, racism today that that the the industry that makes money off of race hustling has to invent it. And this is a perfect example, whether it's burning down a black church and it's a black perpetrator who did it, or whether it's Jussie inventing that some Trump guys tried to hang him with a rope. You know where it happens a lot? It's college campuses. At college campuses. It's a thing. And there's actually a database growing of these fake racial incidents that are, that are, you know, ginned up out of nothing. And, and, it's, and, and it's designed to cause disharmony and friction between good black and white people that just want to get along with each other and, and basically have no hatred, like you and me. I don't hate anybody. I love everybody. So Jussie is trying to gin up, you know, a, just like Manson did, a race war. Yeah. Ridiculous. When it's 20 below zero and 3 a.m. and you go to Subway... We'll see how you, what happens to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. You want to go? You want to <laughs> test this out? You go get a subway sandwich at three a.m. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Twenty, 20 below zero. What are you yeah. talking about? You mean that uh, you think I'm unaware that they're bad people? <laughs> right. No, old old Jesse. I can do he, that. He in still Oklahoma. professes I could, innocence. I could do that in Oklahoma City, and you know, uh, people of any he, different he color. He with the guys that attacked him. 
to open it up. Them. Yeah, they, like there's communicate. Like the case was proven, like not only beyond a reasonable doubt, it was, like it was proven solid that that he had communication with the guys who, who beat him up. That uh, they like were witnesses advance, at his trial. They testified <clears throat> against him. I mean, the whole thing. I mean, yeah, and he's still he's like going down saying I'm not guilty. There's video of of his co-conspirators in the convenience stores buying the rope. Right. Turn those machines back on. Right. Yeah, they, I mean, he's he's still he's guilty and he's still professing innocence. But you know, maybe the court appeals reverse it. Well, people still think uh, you know Michael, whatever his name's, you know, hands up, don't shoot, and all that. I mean, it's amazing, uh, you know, what what people people still think Trump colluded with Russia. I mean, it's unbelievable when you keep repeating the lie often enough. Well, that's a, that brings up it another becomes, one. It becomes it it takes on a life of old its Hunter own. Biden's laptop. Where do I get my reputation back? This is right. this has now come out. Let's talk about old Hunter Biden's laptop again. So now all of a sudden, everybody has quietly admitted that it was legit, that it was not a Russian fictitious prank, that old Hunter had some nefarious conduct on it or nefarious content on his laptop about uh, colluding with China. <coughs> and it was uh, every oh, single dude, news source. Dude, 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 let, let's get right into the war. Yes, you're right about China. He also colluded with Ukraine, yeah. the oligarch, the pro-Russian oligarchs in Ukraine in petrochemical sales. So like Burisma, right? A sure. Russian oil company At a with time interest. That daddy was, was vice president. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And his daddy said to the Ukrainian prime minister, you're not going to get American aid unless you end this prosecution against my son against my son or fire the prosecutor he right. didn't say end the prosecutor he said fire the prosecutor now here's what's interesting is that and he said that, that joe said that publicly at like an economics forum and bragged about it and bragged about it and he and he said and you know what happened they ended it they ended it and yeah. then they got the money it's like oh so you bribed them huh joe it, it's so insane to me that this is not front page news on i mean this should have been front page news when it happened it should have been front page news when they had the laptop right it should have been front page news all i mean this is like watergate times whatever the same with uh the internet scandal with uh with hillary's campaign oh basically spying on the white house and trump's campaign i mean this is huge news and whether you like it or not whether you agree with trump or not whether you agree with hillary it doesn't make any difference to me but it's like when one party is caught red-handed spying on the other it should be big news. Well, Trump did file a civil lawsuit this past week. Oh, did he? See, that should be big news. I didn't I haven't even see. Well, oh, yeah. So, so I have the filing in my PC somewhere. But uh, Trump filed his attorneys filed a lawsuit against sixty some sixty some odd individuals. Start the first name on the lawsuit is Hillary Clinton, and then and then it's and it's it's, it's it, it, dude, it's it's like every consultant. Everybody involved in the campaign, uh, Perkins Coie, the law firm, it, on down the laundry list. Uh, uh, some of the FBI officials are named. Uh, that, Comey, Comey is named, and uh, yeah, this so is they scary filed a stuff. lawsuit. If you're on the other side, of that's scary stuff. There's nothing like getting your backside probed uh, as getting as having somebody file a lawsuit like that because if that passes the initial. Right. We call it 12B6 motions or motions to dismiss. So if you get past the initial motion to dismiss for failing to state a claim. So if I sue you, Jared, and, and I just make up a claim and it doesn't really exist, uh, the, the other, you're going to file a motion to dismiss because I didn't really have a legitimate claim. Right. Once I get past that, I get discovery. Do you know who Greg Jared is? 
I don't. He's a legal scholar and commentator. Uh, he probably I, knows me, but I don't know him. Well, Greg Jarrett, <laughs> he's written a few books and stuff. He's like Jonathan Turley. He's one of these go-to guys on the national cable channels. He said it was a well-crafted uh, complaint, for what that's worth, and um, that um, I, I think he— I think he believes that it will get to the discovery phase, and that's probably when things will start really getting well, ugly. And that's a good point. So, so it's crafted like a RICO. So they refer to this as the enterprise throughout the complaint. And they do that for a reason because it gives them additional civil discovery mechanisms. So once you have a once you have a conspiracy like that, once you have an enterprise then uh, it, it helps with admissibility of evidence. It helps with discovery. It helps with everything. Yeah. But th- you're, I think we're going to start seeing this, generally speaking, as other lawsuits come into fruition. You know, we have a bunch of lawsuits still lingering out there about COVID. Uh, there might even be a few about the election. Uh, and my other buddy, Jay, the ex-checker, I always tell him about this. I was like, dude, you know, you just got to wait it out because the legal system is slow, but sure, you know, it'll catch up. Can I, re- can I remind our audience also, because pe- you know things go by fast, President Trump was impeached because he made a phone call to Zelensky, the new prime minister, congratulating him on his election way back when, right? A couple of years ago, three years ago, whenever he came into office. And Trump always called that a perfect phone call. What he did in the phone call, and remember a complete... Sure, it wasn't very perfect, but it was a phone call. a transcript was released of everything that was in Uh, that. Fair enough. Yeah, and what he said was that he would like the Ukrainian government to investigate any irregularities between the Biden family and uh, Russian officials that may have occurred. Any kind of bribery, any kind of, of, uh, you know... uh, unethical conduct, what have you. And so he made that request and Zelensky said, we'll look into it. Okay. Trump got impeached over that. And it now turns out the laptop confirms that there was something to investigate. So it makes the impeachment of Trump a complete and total farce. Well, it maybe, maybe not, but there's nothing wrong is is that everybody acted like there was no, the, the media... Hold on, hold on. Let me just say. So this would be like Trump calling up Chairman Xi, right? And saying, yeah. hey, I hear the Uyghurs are are being oppressed in China. Would you look into that? Would you look into... It's it? not the same. It, it is It's the not same. the same because what's, what's you have... Different? Because he was running against Biden. That was the problem with that. It looked like he was using... Now the, look, the timing it bad. doesn't mean that what Obama did and what Hillary did... The same way against there, Trump is not equally there, offensive. There's so, no law against what he did. What there he, was, did uh, there, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he was not convicted of any kind of law breaking. No, he wasn't. He, and requ- he was acquitted of he, the impeachment too. He re- he, he requested. Well, wasn't. Yeah, he was. He, well, or no, the House passed it. The House passed it. So he was, yeah, he was impeached. He was impeached. He was not convicted. He was not convicted. Right. right. But the the uh, but asking a foreign country to investigate possible corruption. Whether it's somebody you're running against or not, well, look at it this way: it's not a crime. How would if if Trump calls me up, ring a ling a ling a ling? I got Yavich Palmer on the phone. I'd like to get some advice on how I deal with this because I think my primary opponent, the person who I think I'm going to run against, is corrupt and was paying off or involved in payoff schemes or payola 
with Ukraine and made millions of dollars. What do I do? I wouldn't say, all right, Mr. President, you should on your own pick up the phone and make that call. I would say you need to go public with this. You need to say, I have got information here. I am asking for an investigation. And then you're sort of clean. You're cleaned it up. So the way Trump handled it. Well, you're I, talking about in terms of public relations. I'm talking legally. He did nothing wrong. I'm de- well, the point is, the point of it is he begged for an impeachment by doing that. What he needed to do was say, somebody should investigate this. I've got a conflict of interest because I'm running against this guy. But this is shady stuff that cuts to the core of the integrity of our country. Somebody needs to investigate it. I'm saying it out loud. So nobody's going to accuse me of using my DOJ to do it. I'm asking for an investigation. I don't care who does it. That that's probably how I would have handled it. Okay. And then then they can't impeach him. Dude, they they impeached him a, a second time when he was even out of. I'm office. not saying that they I mean, wouldn't have on. tried, but oh, the, listen, he, he, Trump did, Trump had a knack that, yeah. of doing things that that got him flack that he didn't need to do. Well, that's true. True. Oh, yeah. And this is one of those. He didn't need to do this. He could have just said. No, he didn't need to do it. But and the it fact didn't help that, his cause. But I don't think there was anything unethical or anything. It had the appearance that he was targeting his opponent in an upcoming election. I agree with you for whatever it's worth, but the appearance was bad. Right. Well, yeah. I, I say so what to that appearance. I would have done it the way you did, you you suggested, and and been public about it. So that that fair enough, right? Yeah, th- I would have said in a speech, for example, I call upon the Ukraine government to investigate Mr. Biden and his son for possible corruption. <laughs> now that I wouldn't have done. Why not? You just said do it in public. I would have said we have information that requires investigation. Oh, that's too. I've murky. got a conflict of interest. Somebody needs to investigate that. I am asking for a joint committee of blah 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 whatever the process would be to investigate it. Because then what you've done is if the other side doesn't do it, if the other side doesn't investigate and, do, and wants to crap all over it, yeah, that's well, too, then that's a problem for them. That's too clever. So, so that's you're, too clever for, you're, you're saying Trump Trump should be disabled from suggesting— I didn't say disabled. Well, you effectively, because you're saying he's got a conflict of interest, so that takes—if that t- he, he wasn't running against Joe Biden, then he could have done it, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and I, I'm calling bullshit on that because I think that he was within his rights to do that the way he did it. I agree. I think it was a matter of national security a, that falls under his purview. Bingo, national security. And the fact, it's just too cute by half that Biden happened to be a candidate against him. It also, and then that somehow disables Trump from being act, able to act like a president? No. No, that's wrong. Trump Look, should be able— We're whether not he's, talking about right or wrong. We're talking about what would have resulted in a different outcome. Right. And I, I think it, we're talking about and, a strategy play. Yeah, I it, it, and that's where I'm on board with you. Okay, so I would have handled it differently. I would have still taken the shot at Biden by giving a speech. I would have been public about it. not on a phone call. I would have waited until the other side played their hand. Like if I'm a political advisor, well, I would you, see what you do is you say, "Look, I have this information." I mean, at that point, Biden wasn't the candidate yet. He was still in a primary. Well, and he was right with Bernie. At that point, we thought Bernie was. Well, it was be the like thing. 13 other little dopey. It wasn't by then Bernie sort of emerging as the. Maybe maybe not that far along. Well, I have to check the time. I mean, it was yeah, during so. that period, so I mean, it wasn't clear that Biden was going to be as opponent. But they were protecting no. Biden. And oh, no the, kidding. The, and uh, I, I think at that point, once you put that out there, once you provide information about, and I'm assuming he had some information, but once that's provided, 
to the other side or to a joint committee on something or other, and nothing is done with it, then you can stand up with impunity and say, look, I provided this information. I gave the Democrats and the Republicans and the House or whoever it is, Congress, information and asked for an investigation on this because I don't want there to be an accusation that you people are going to make that I'm doing something just to target my possible opponent. Okay, This well, is corruption that cuts to the core of our country and as a matter of national security. Right. I've asked them privately uh, to do this. I've opened up the, the evidence that we have. Right. Go do it. And when they do nothing, now you've got the upper hand. Right. I, I mean, I don't think people realize how serious this is. So there is a hot war right now between Russia and Ukraine. It's over natural resources in large part. Ukraine has huge oil resources. Burisma, who Hunter Biden was on the board of, is a Russian oil company. They wanted uh, leases in Ukraine. They wanted access to that oil and natural gas. Okay, yeah. There's now a hot war over this very issue. And, okay. and Obama, I believe, installed Zelensky as the... It wasn't Zelensky. Like, they, didn't that happen under Obama's regime? No. It happened when Trump was uh, president. That's why he made that congratulatory phone call to, to, to Zelensky. Okay, so Trump installed Zelensky? No, he didn't install him. Well, our he, they had an election in Ukraine, and he was elected. So Trump picked up the phone and said, hey, congratulations. And while I'm on the phone with you, you need to investigate this alleged corruption. And then, you know, that's it. But I mean, 25% of Ukrainians have left their homes. 10% of Ukrainians have left the country. This, I mean, they've leveled Mariupol. They, they're leveling Kiev. They, they're, they've leveled Kharkov. That, I mean, this is one of the, the, the one of the worst refugee situations Europe's had, maybe the worst since World War II. Mm -hmm. And Hunter Biden was on the board of the oligarch oil company trying to get into Ukraine. And bingo, here we are two years later with a war. Sure, I think it's highly, but of course, highly, highly tied to national security. I think Trump had every right, whether Biden was running against him or not, to request that the Ukrainians, not Trump, he was saying, would your government please look into this? It, there nothing a, wrong it, with that. There, look, in in concept, there is nothing wrong with it. Right. In strategy, it was dumb. I got it. Politically, you're correct. I, he should have done it differently. Don't ever call me politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. we've, so we that, horse, that, is, horse. that, that yeah. horse is on Except the Except for this, one more thing. There's like 51, remember this, like 51 ahead, former... Man. Uh, intelligence agents signed off on some pledge that said, we think this is a Russian hoax yeah. And uh, before the big debate. And now they're all demurring. Oh, that, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's just, no. it was like I had ten, like 10 of my best priests were on right. my side. Sure. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are the intelligence guys you want. I want to, yeah. I just want to update because I think I mentioned to the audience a couple programs ago. I mean, maybe millions of people spanning maybe, the globe. I know, right. Um, my friend from uh, Ukraine, from Kiev, uh, he was able to get out with his uh, family, family of five, three little kids and his wife. They were able to get out. They're now in uh, uh, Krakow, uh, Poland, and they're safe. So, um, you know, at least at least one family got out. His, uh, his uh, automotive workshop and his house are probably flattened, but hey. What's his game plan? What's the family's game plan? What, what well, he's do? already fixing people's cars oh, wow. in Poland now. Hmm. Um, you know, like getting just, he's a scrappy guy. He's doing what 
You know, I think Jared or me or anybody, you guys, you know, like you would immediately try to provide for your family. Mm-hmm. Sure, you got to work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you he's doing. You apply your trade. Yeah. Good. I put him in contact with some friends in Poland, and I think they're feeding him some work and, you know, going to help him out. So. Good. Norm, Norm's international Rolodex. Of, <laughs> sure, you've got uh, <laughs> your, your influence, you have your sphere of influence. That's right. Is That's uh, right. spanning the globe. Right. So uh, are we going to talk about the swimmer? Uh, the guy who got fifth place in the 200 and the, the girl, that the woman that tied him for fifth, she, was, she had to stand down further. Oddly enough, the NC2A told, told the female, the biological female, who also got fifth place, they had the exact same time yeah. that she couldn't stand on the dais with him. She right. had one and step. They only had one trophy. And gave it so to him. So they tie for fifth. They have one trophy, and they let he they let him have it instead of her. So this guy is swimming in the NCAA championship with his junk hanging out of a female bathing suit and going into the female locker room. Right. And competing because, against females because he psychologically identifies. He di- identifies. I'm okay. sure. I'm right. sure he's on the show. Just like I'm an old Asian uh, woman. See yeah. today, but in ten minutes from now, I'm going to be Bugs Bunny. Yeah. I mean, I, I, because I can be anything well, I want to be. You, you did this this morning. You came in and you're identifying as an older man. Yes, I'm old. Yeah, that's so true. You I did. I think yeah. it's time for you to get Just your a, benefits. That's right. Oh. Or imagine that you're 18. Or, or at least seven, get bomb- seven months ago, I acted like I was 20. At least get bombarded by ARP. Now, <laughs> now I'm old. Right. <laughs> Out of that seven months, I am old. Wow. Yeah. So now you can apply for your benefits because exactly. you might well, as well be 61. I keep 61. looking at benefits. I keep looking at things. I mean, all these bills that I owe, it's come out of retirement funds. That was supposed to be spent whenever I was 70, not now, not at 48. No, we're going to take them on. We're not paying those bills. Yeah. Um, I I can only say I can relate from another legal situation. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to uh, we're, we're not going to pay those bills. We're going to fight, fight, right. fight. Yeah. Yes. My my retirement went down quite a bit too, Jared. <laughs> yeah, my reti- I cashed out mine to get through COVID. Mm-hmm. And some other things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, some other rather <laughs> Look, painful. But in the whole mess, if you do not watch the news, which I haven't watched the news in seven months, you just I, checked out. I, I I watched I watched a bunch of uh, uh, Motor Trend. They've got a channel. Yeah, I watch these car shows. Chicks fixing that, trucks. That's that's right. all I watch. Mm-hmm. And then I, now lately I've turned into uh, Oxygen Channel and True TV. Oh, there you and, go. And they're wow. doing uh, a wow. bunch of uh, daylines and stuff, a bunch of law stuff. I was like, oh, we asked Steve about this. And, but here's the deal. If you cut the news out, nothing matters. I know that matter with me is what do I have to do tomorrow? When Friday I go for this operation. Saturday I got to talk to this doctor. That that's all I that's that's one, where my world has been. One step. It's such a good perspective, though. It's been, like yeah. Think of all the stress that we have. Well, but me. that's that's what our overlords want us to do. Jared's yeah. Jared's recovering. Jared will get back into the fight <laughs> when he wants to, if he wants to. But our overlords want us all to just. Now I'm not saying this is Jared, but they want us to order Domino's, sit on the sofa, right. And, and anesthetize ourselves and, you know, watch football. That I mean, that's what our overlords want while they, what, what, what did Biden call it? Why they create a new world order? A new world, new world order, order. Right, yeah, right. yeah. And the rest of us should just check out. Yeah, right. We're so being taken care of. It's such a, 
But Jer- I'm not. Hey, I, look, I'm Jared's, not. Jared's we, 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 we all know. We that's all know what not, you're saying. Right. Jared, in fact, Jared is a guy that taught me <clears throat> recently to get up off my ass and get into the fight. It was Jared Blinsky who 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 energized me several years ago and basically said, you need to listen to your brother Patrick a little bit more. You need to listen to me a little bit more because shit's falling apart in this country. And I was kind of like in the mode Jared's in right now where I'm just like, hey, man, I'm busy with my car racing. I'm busy mowing the grass. I'm busy repairing the deck. I'm busy, busy, busy. I'm not going to get into, you know, world politics. Yeah. So he brought me back to I used to be. I'm sorry about that. No, you did, man. <laughs> now I'm driving Steve crazy. I apologize. And I'm driving Brett crazy no with way. two sheets of information of shit that, you know, we could get into here. Yeah, it's... Uh, so. Anyway, you've been in a time warp. That's right. I've been Your in a still skin. time warp. Yeah. Your Rumpelstiltskin, man. You, I mean, I mean you when know, you went to sleep, when you went gas to sleep. cost like three bucks a gallon. Oh. Maybe two in the twos still. Oh, it was probably oh, yeah. in the twos. Yeah. Yeah. Was, when you woke up, right. woke up, it's like where the hell am I? Yeah. When you woke up, I paid yesterday four oh six a gallon. I filled up my truck just recently. I mean, I've only been driving now for about a week and a half, two weeks, and coming downtown is the furthest drive I've taken. I mean, I've driven to you know down my road. Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere. Right. But I had a Corvette tank. I need to fill up. So I don't need three quarters of a tank. So $125. Unbelievable. I was it? like, Is this. that the diesel then? Yeah, yeah. diesel. I was like, You gotta be kidding. How the hell are people no, I don't, affording anything? I don't exactly. know. How can they go out to, I, I mean, the this shipping. price right here. I don't know. The shipping. Think think about this. Oh, it's yeah. like, crazy. Right. You, I'm starting to see it on Amazon and stuff. I've been uh, I've been ordering stuff, and it's like you're starting to see like less free shipping. Yeah, that's right. right? Because it's yeah. so, eventually you got to bear that cost. And and this is what the, Norm. This is a, a perfect uh, parallel to what you're talking about. Is like they want people just to go to sleep and not think about this. Like, oh yeah, we do need to get off fossil fuels. We do. We're going to save the planet. Blah blah blah. Right. In the meantime, what's going to happen is. Your free shipping is gone. You're not going to be able to get goods and services because people don't have the money to put 125 bucks in the tank every day right, right. and deliver it to you. Right. And so it's uh, and then then the response is going to be, well, you don't need that anyway. You don't need. You should live differently anyway. These people are dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can can I segue? Okay. Let me segue. Uh, and I don't mean the little two wheel thing that. Uh, the segue tour. Yeah, I don't mean that. Um, so Washington State just passed a law signed by Governor Inslee up there, who's an insane person. So Jay Inslee signed into law a, a, a requirement that only beginning in 2030 in Washington State, first state that's ever done this, beginning in 2030, the only cars that will be legal to sell, new cars legal to sell, will be electric vehicles. Oh, that's wow. Whoa. That's, that's insane. That's it. That you can't buy what a, a government gas overreach or a diesel vehicle that's new in Washington state. So um that's signed into law. In that's Washington signed into law. State? Washington state. So they only have one nuclear power plant in Washington state. The the grid, the infrastructure. So if people so, so first of all, if you have an apartment, right? If you're an apartment dweller, how do you even hook up your electric vehicle at night? 
I mean, I mean, you're in an. They apart- don't want you to even have that, Norm. They want everybody to live in in apartments in cities in urban areas and take transit. And then uh, this is you know, you know, full of so many problems. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a whole it's, it's, it's a whole it's, deal. It's full of so many well, in the in yeah. the lowest cost electric vehicles, like I'm talking pure electric, not hybrids, is forty thousand dollars. No, it's like so. These, how are they paying for the taxes for the roads and bridges? Hundred percent, right. because that comes out of gasoline, right? So now. in Ohio, last I checked. So yeah. In, yeah. In, in, so Ohio, in Ohio, when you register an yeah. electric vehicle, you pay more for your plate at registration time. Okay, but it's nowhere near oh, what you no, and I are paying. Close. It. And it's not. I mean, it's not thousands of dollars like it is for us and, at the pump. And where we get? I got my brother lives in North Dakota. I got family. I got family all across this country. Right. And I go with the comedians. Right. I make these right. drives. Sure. Further than 300 miles a day. And the quickest recharge for an EV right now is 40 minutes. So how many people have 40 minutes to piss around not, at not a pilot? Not even 40 minutes. Most of them, if you can find a 40 minutes. Oh, spot, yeah, well, I'm saying that's the fastest If one. you can find it. Right. And, and usually, like, when I went down to uh, Arizona, I met my, my boy Brad Coder, and he's got a Tesla. Yeah. Oh. He, t- he said that it yeah. takes... Yeah. Over twelve hours oh, it's to a, get a half a charge. It's on an it. overnight thing, right? Yeah, you get a hotel. So twelve hours plus to get half a charge. Yeah, if you're on, if if you're on, and that's good. 12. Seems how he only does sixty miles a day. Yeah, yeah. If you got, and then you said Washington, Washington, that State. is one of the leaders in our produce. And, it's, and yeah. it's a giant. Washington ships out more produce yeah. than any other state. This and is going to implode. And and what, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? With their diesel Look, vehicles. Well, they, can't buy, they can't buy. They can't buy. This is how socialist countries implode. This and is it's, how it's Venezuela turns into a from the richest country right. in the world to the poorest, destitute, starving people dying from no food country in the world. So you know what I would do if I'm an oil oil company executive and I've got 1,200 gas stations or 2,000 gas stations in the state of Washington, I close them down right now. Yeah. I yeah. go. I if I run Shell you, or Exxon, exactly. I'm I'm out of there. Yeah. Or Arco, they, they can't though because yeah. they, sure they can. They, well, they could, but this is the problem. This is why, why we should need to get rid make, of the administrative state because uh, they are operating at the pleasure of some governmental administrative agency. And if they do that, then their pleasure is going to end. And this well, is would, this is the it, marriage between government and private business. And this is why we need to get rid of all. We this need re, we need regime change. <laughs> to use Biden's phrase, more than that in Washington State, more than that. And so I, I would do an object lesson. I would close down the gas stations, the trucks. But then the feds put you out of business. So you're, you're, what, what, you're committing what, uh, economic no, no, suicide. No, I mean no. Private sector has a right to be. No, no. They in, put they they do it with a regulatory thumb. Or they or they remodel. All of their gas stations at the same yeah, time. Steve. Now, my uncle, he's got, my, my uncle has Blinsky Trucking. You can look it up online. Okay. He's got, uh, and he's got another company he just bought. So he okay. does trucking in Washington State. Wow. I, I got to call him, see what's going on. Yeah. Because yeah. he also does, he's got one line, does all the McDonald's. He does all the McDonald's in Washington. Okay. And then he's got 36 sleeper driver, they drives across the country. Gotcha. Doing vegetables. Long and, haul. and fruit, long and, haul. and yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the, the, it's not yet. I don't think that they can't drive on the roads. Oh no, no, but they it's can't sales, sell yet. Sale, but that's next. Sale, sales of new vehicles, so, of course. But, but, but would that include the sales of his new uh, industrial trucks? I don't know the he's details. Gonna have to go to, he's gonna have to go to uh, Wyoming to buy his or a different state to buy his trucks. Right. 
Well, that, and that's what happens. But here's the problem, uh, Norm. Here's the problem, and this is what happened with the banking crisis. As you you think that banks are private, but they're not. You think that the oil industry is private, but it's not because it operates at the pleasure of regulatory government schemes. And you know, if you're a bank and you want to open up on some corner, you've got to go get permission from the government to do it. Yeah. On for zoning. Yeah, but you can close a bank too. But the point is, is they say we're not going to let you open unless you get rid of your conventional 30-year fixed and start lending to others. Absolutely, and, I got you. And then they yeah. do it. Right. So the, it, my That's point how we is got the subprime crisis. You've got this marriage between government and private business that makes it almost impossible for these people to do what you're, or these businesses to do what you're talking about Well, they about could doing. close gas stations. They could, but they're going to do it at their own economic peril, and they won't. That I mean, that's just, they won't do it. Well, but eventually they know they're not going to sell a gallon of gasoline they know they need to ride it out it until 30 years these morons are out of power. Well, that's true. Yeah. But how do they drive them out of power? And I'm saying object lesson. Deny the people of Washington State their fuel, and then they'll, look, they'll, turn, they'll turn on Jay Inslee in a heartbeat and but say, this is look, why. look what Exxon did. They just shut down all their gas stations. I used to debate with people on the left all the time. And they said, we need to get rid of these big corporations. Big cor-. And I would always say, listen, the big corporations aren't the problem. No. Or if they are, they're only half of it. The other half is the other co-conspirator. That's the U.S. government. You need to get rid of that part of it. Well, in this case, it would be state government. No, well, and no, it's the U.S. government because if these people, if the gas people want to come in and pull out of Washington, well, that's the U.S. government thing. is going to have something to say about it. They're going to say, "Well, look, you can't do that because you're we regulate you some other place that we're going to make it difficult for you to move." Interesting. So I, I'd like well, like and then you sooner said, or later, the government's yeah. going to preempt the field because that's going to be considered interstate commerce, and they're like, going to yeah. take over I would the like gas industry. I would like Biden to be in the position of telling gas stations that they have to stay open when he's trying to shut the whole industry down that would be a fun, exactly what's going to happen that would be yeah. a beautiful dichotomy it's to exactly see exactly what's going to happen or, yeah. the, or they'll kick back money to him in some other way and say don't worry we'll take care of you Ouch. how about the how about the nfl how about the nfl completely changing subjects how about the nfl uh mandating now that one assistant coach on the offensive side of the team um so apparently there's a lot of defensive assistant coaches that are minorities. But they, they just this past week at the NFL owners' meetings generated a policy league-wide that you must hire a minority assistant <laughs> coach. So it's, it's, so a, it's a quota system. You must have at least one minority assistant coach on the offensive side of each franchise so you can look and, and they said that minority could either be black or a female or a female yeah i saw this so you could this is the here's you've got to <clears> be <throat> kidding me i mean there's I two mean, ways to look at this i mean you can say what a civil rights violation you that could is. say that it's a private organization they can do whatever dumb thing they want to do and i agree okay but can already, a country club bar blacks in? we've already passed no. a bunch of laws that put the federal government in that business. And I don't necessarily agree with those laws. I don't necessarily, uh, I don't disagree with the premise, right? So look, if you want to be a dumbass racist and not hire a certain color, skin color, even if they're competent, well, then you're a moron. But it, what happens is now the government is put in a weird spot because they're going to have to step in and say, this is a uh, Title VII problem. Oh, the EEOC should be all over. They this. should be. Yeah, the EEOC should do an investigation, which Clarence Thomas used to have, and, by the way. and they should get involved in changes. Because and they're doing the same thing. There's a couple other. Where was it? There was another. Uh, 
uh, industry where I read an article about this where, oh, you know what it was? It was, it was, uh, there was uh, some school system has passed regulatory schemes that said they are going to discriminate or discipline white students different than underprivileged right. or historically discriminated against students. I remember that. So if you happen to be of a certain color, you're going to get away with more than if you're white. It's like this is this is on its face discrimination. So the NFL owners voted for this. That's though, correct. Because because yeah, that's, that's not a, a government action, right? I was going to say right. because that's the only thing gets right. implemented is when the NFL owners but it is vote ge- for it or is, against. It yeah. is gender and racial discrimination on its face. On its face. It's so it's so, face. so optic. It's, it's not like even, hey, we're doing a good thing. Almost. Right. It's like no, you're is there, not. Is there? Let me just ask. You're going to start getting lost. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I I just wonder if I'm the only guy that's you know not dipping in the cocaine jar here, but is are blacks somehow underrepresented in basketball, football, and baseball? They are. They are in management coaches. They are. No, 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 no. no. They, I mean, they, they are. I've heard by it, percentage or just by number. There are a number of black by percent from what I'm hearing, and I'm, I'm hearing that from management so and blacks, coaches as well too. So blacks See, are 13 percent of the population. Least, well, here's what here's what we need to know. So blacks are 13 percent of the population. That's right. And so here's the question. But yeah, I know you're going. If yes. So how many NFL how many NFL teams are there? I don't know. Currently, I don't know. I don't let's know. say 40. There's 15 black coaches. So it's they're it, totally over. They're totally represented. And and you know. How many people, then you can have to shrink that number even more because like, all right, so there's X number, there's a finite number of NFL that, what's teams. what's that got to do with Nothing. But what's that got to do let's with Let's just play with the stats right. for a second. There's a right. finite number of NFL teams, right? And only a small portion of the United States population is capable of coaching an NFL team. So it's like, you could say it's not fair for me that I'm not an NFL coach because I'm a lawyer. Law- there should be more lawyer well, NFL coach. It's well, the, absurd. The female argument's more egregious. Over yeah. half of the U.S. population is female. You know how many head coaches of the NFL are female? None. Right. Okay. And so, so is that screaming out for a solution? I mean, you got to be kidding. It me. implies that it implies that there are qualified <laughs> people who have a vagina. Right. That. Want and it also implies that they want to and be have an, earned an, an, and have earned will qualify and, and merit right to be an NFL coach, so, which is lunacy. Yeah. So according to NFL, football is a sport with a vast majority of African American players, and there's just one active head coach with African with an African American, Mike Tomlin. Last season, there were five minority coaches, which would be below the head coach. Five. So five. So I see where they're going, but. Still, how many have so what you would need to know that's what they're saying. How many have applied? How many are qualified? And how many have been denied because of the color of their skin? And that's a stat that changes. So, of course, so you have Marvin Lewis coaching the Bengals, you had Mike Tomlin coaching the Steelers, you had that uh, I can't think of his name, uh, the head coach at the Cleveland Browns. So, at one time, I mean, just right there, and that's off of Mm -hmm. Norm's very non football familiar memory, there were three black coaches that season. Okay, so I mean, it changes, and it changes based on merits. Marvin Lewis, hope. Marvin Lewis was not getting the job done. He had been head coach of the Bengals for like fifteen now, years. If you're, say, if somebody is going to say, and they brought in a new coach, if somebody comes into court with proof that I was rejected from this job, and there's an email or text or some some document that says it totally was because different. I was black, totally, it's totally different. Totally different. I, I'd fight that case Absolutely. all the way up to the Supreme Court. Absolutely, and I would be right there at the side of that black coach 
fighting for his rights. But flip it. Now there's going to be coaches coming in and say, I was denied this coaching job because I was white, and here's the proof. This NFL resolution. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. It's like right. They, they've given yeah. you the proof. You just took a slot away from that I could compete for. Yeah. You've made it exclusively for women or blacks. Yeah. It's like on How its the hell face, is that fair? Like no, no traditional uh, civil rights activist would be okay with that. No. I would think. But what do I know? No. All right, we're an hour and seven in just to uh, check the ticker. Elon Musk is hinting that he wants to start an alternative to Twitter. Yeah. He can't do it soon enough. Please, He's got, well, I mean, Trump is, Trump is still saber-rattling about something like that, too, I think. Well, I think Trump yeah. backed out. I think he, did I, that, did that yeah. go I, to the wayside? Don Jr. took that over. I, yeah. think, I think Trump's out oh, of yeah, that. Okay. Is Trump running? Yeah, I think he's running. Yeah. What do you think, Jared? I think so. You know I, his personality. I, I think he will. I mean. I don't know how it's going to come out. You know his personality better than anybody I've ever met. And you've never even met the guy. No. But you got him figured out. You went to a out. rally, though, didn't you? No. I thought you went to a rally once, people watching. Not he was down in Circleville. You're simpatico. Okay. You, you just yeah. know this dude. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, he's a businessman. He understands business. He understands money. Look, there's a lot of things that are wrong with him. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, there's yeah. piles of things that are wrong. <laughs> we could go on. But right. uh, do you remember, like, two years ago when we were the leading producer in oil, the United States? That's right. First and only time ever. Yeah. And immediately, all of a sudden, we have a Biden problem. came in, shut down all the, and listen, yep. he shut down the pipelines. That means the gas has to go through trucks and trains. So if you care about the environment, yeah. the pipeline is your best thing that you got going for right. you. No question. Right, right. In safety and in less pollution. Yeah. Yeah. There's there was a lot to him. He understands business, he understands money. And we saw that. Absolutely. I mean, if you didn't see it, I saw it. I employ people. I mean, yeah. right now, that's the only thing I'm doing is my finances and making some calls to up props and going to my accountant. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. But Man, April 15th is, uh, is killing me, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, I guess it's 17th or whenever we yeah, actually date. Yeah, it's 17th, yeah. But, you know, there's another Trump-related story out there <clears throat> this week that's hitting, and um, that is the Trump. Title 42 policy on immigration that that the Border Patrol had the right to immediately, without any kind of court hearing or anything, if, if a person was coming from a country that had a pandemic level of disease, those people could be immediately deported. And, uh, and that's going away this week. That expires. And... Even Kristen Cinema and Mark Kelly from the two Democrat senators from the state of Arizona have asked Biden to extend Trump's Title Forty Two. I thought he was going to do that. I thought he was extending it. No, I have not heard that he he mm. as of last night when I took. Oh, then down my this, information is older than that. So, so we are we're talking about two hundred thousand illegals that the Border Patrol is interacting with per month. Yeah. Per month. I mean, to me, to me, whether they come from a pandemic country or not, it's just absurd. They shouldn't. Well, they shouldn't. You, shouldn't, you don't let well, them. But this was this was Trump's main tool to yeah. be able to turn away the bulk without you know going because once they're in the country, yeah, right? They're not. Leaving. I mean, they don't show up to their immigration hearing, and then they become part of that 
you know, shadow group that's just already here, that at some point we're going to wave a magic wand and say, okay, you can be a citizen. I mean, you know, that's, you know, round, the, round 15 of that. The, yeah, yeah, round 15. Make them read the Constitution out loud. So, um, in open court. <laughs> so, if that goes away, what the Border Patrol officials have said is they will literally take these people into custody and then release them just in there are no uh, tent cities there's no compound there aren't enough airplanes or buses to disperse them they will literally be let loose in in places like eagle rock texas they'll just be turned loose on the streets yeah to fend for themselves i mean can you it's 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 horrible for so many reasons that it's almost hard to talk about so i mean i think it all but guarantees a gigantic republican victory in the in the midterms i I mean biden is doing everything he can to destroy the democratic party well no i mean i just read this article by aoc or this this article about aoc this morning and she she thinks the dems are not doing enough yeah, they should she, she be, more be more dictatorial, radical. Right. right? She wants to be more radical. Well, and and to rule by administrative fiat rather sure. than legislation. Why waste time with this constitutional stuff? Right. You know, just issue an order. Issue an order and, and do it with your pen. That is such a slippery slope that Russia, we're seeing through administrations, though. Too that uh, that's scary. Uh, look, it's uh, scary. Uh, since uh, since uh, <sighs> Obama really started this in his in his uh, right. second term, right, and. Or no, it was right. At, it was halfway through his first term. I think he started when he when he didn't have any congressional. He support. called it administrative action. Right. It, that was his phrase yeah, for like, being a dictator. It, do with a pen. Do with a pen. I mean. So it looks like Russia is going to take Donbass, which is the eastern portion of Ukraine, by partition. That that's the way it looks in these negotiations. That's how it's coming out. That's how it's coming out. Is is Russia? So the, what Vladimir will get for you know we're all worried about his saving face for him. But it looks like what that means is Ukraine will be asked to annex out uh, the eastern part of its country to uh, Russia. And they'll do it. And this thing will be over. Kick, Until the next time, he yeah, wants kick, a little bit more. Kick the can down the road a little bit more. But <laughs> exactly. there's, there's more to this, though. There's, well, there's we a lot got, more he, to got, this. he got Crimea from Ukraine, and now he's, you know, which they have said is still part of Ukraine. Biden the Ukrainians needs done. The Dems, Biden and the Dems need this done. They need it over and they need to wave the flag and claim yeah, victory because the, right. the election's coming right around this corner. Right. And, I did that. Right. You know, well, it's yeah, like I, I solved that. COVID. I See, I, made, yes. I let everybody take their masks off. So, Have you seen the stickers on the pumps? Yeah. The, the, so oh, some little yeah. vandal, I guess maybe it's an organization. I don't know. But if, if apparently like black ops uh, yeah apparently there are these little stickers with biden in a, in his index finger pointing to the price of fuel and it's a little sticker about two inches tall and it says i did that and it points right to the price <laughs> awesome. yeah they're popping up on fuel pumps all over the country but the, the way <laughs> the way biden the way the media protects biden and the way the biden administration the way they spin this like they also you started here putin's gas hike yeah. Or Putin's gas price right. hike, or Putin's right. inflation, right. or it whatever. was going apeshit before. Sure, and yeah. like, inflation was out of control before all of this. Well, in the cover-up for all his gaffes, even in the State of the Union speech, oh, he he ended the State of the Union speech with "Let's go get them," or some phrase like that, which <laughs> which he said, you know, which which was when Ukraine was being invaded, 
And he, and he says, and, and let's remember our men and women in uniform. Let's go get them. Right. Just, you know, and I'm like, did he just say? Like, what do you mean? Like he did with the 82nd Airborne. When you guys get to Ukraine, you'll see for yourself. I mean, the guy's he's off the wheels. Did you see this press conference with Ducey? Yeah. The Fox News. Like, uh, Ducey calls him on these three gaffes and says, how come the White House has to keep backing up on all this stuff you're saying? He's like, And Biden's like. It never happened. It never happened. Wow. But, and, and to him? It probably didn't. No, oh, no, wow. he forgot it already. If he ever knew, he yeah. said it. I mean, he said he wanted to. Uh, he wanted to rid. Or how did he put it? We. Oh, uh, Putin's got to go. He says. Right. Regime he's change. Got, he's got to go. And that was off script. Total off script. Total off script. Which, which is yeah. a commercial for Putin back home. Sure. He, he said, puts that on TV and he says extraordinary gaffe. It, yeah. The Americans want to tell you how to run Russia. They're saying, I need to be replaced. I need to go. You want America? It, he says, it, I'm sending troops over. Right. He says, Putin's got to go. And he says, uh, we're going to respond in kind right. if the Russians use uh, uh, vi- or, um, chemical warfare. We'll respond in kind. And right. now he denies saying all three of those things, but you're right. And, and honestly, I don't think anybody who has watched this man for the last year takes him seriously with that stuff. Well, I never took the guy seriously for 40 years. But He's Putin will. Been a daff- Putin will use that at home. Yeah. yeah. Their, their media will splice it together yeah. and make it sound They'll just like it. he yeah. said it. Yeah. Right. And then to deny, but to deny he even said it, that that's what's odd to me. Yes. It's like, it's, a, he, it's like he needs to say, I misspoke. He needs to say, look, I, I, I meant this, but I said this. Right. And then there was, man, there was this other one where somebody had taken a picture of the card in front of Biden. Like he's holding this card. Yeah. And it was like, question and a talking points like the like and there were softball questions sure just easy and yeah. still blunders them and sure. it's like somebody had focused in on you could see what the text was and it was like <laughs> telling him what to say and he right. still couldn't do it right yeah it, it just and the man is president of the of the of the free world essentially he's got yeah. his finger on the button he's yeah. got the nuclear football and he's got lunatics running the asylum lunatics that w- that want to do things like tax us on unrealized gains. We got to talk about this. So there there is this proposal, and I I don't think he's even close to having it passed. There's too many. I don't even think the Dems will pass it. But the, the wealth tax is essentially what this is. Yeah. Right. So if you are sitting on wealth, they're going to tax you every year on a percentage. Twenty percent is a proposal on unrecognized gains. So anybody who's got a 401k that says my 401k is up by 20%, um, that's taxable income now under this Biden proposal. Now, I don't think it applies. Like he, he says it's only the wealthiest. So I, I can't figure out exactly where he's drawing the line. $100 million. I thought I re- heard it's 100 a, mil or something like it's that. It's $100 yeah. million dollars household income of that tax year would qualify yeah. you they have to pay 20% on your unrealized. That's even scarier. So if, if I've got $100 million invested in the market and I know that at the end of this year. You're going to take a hit. I'm going to have to pay 20% of that. I'm selling. Sure you are. I'm selling it all. Sure. It's like the market sure. is going to crash. Yeah. Right. Like it is like that is that would be the most devastating financial disaster ever. And I think the, pardon me, I think the uneducated American people don't know. Who pays the largest percentage of income taxes to the government? Yeah, it's like the they, top one percent pay most of it. They pay like like eighty percent of it or something. Well, it's it's thirty nine percent, but but whatever. It's it, it it's it's so lopsided. Yeah, half fifty percent of the American people pay nada, zero, yeah. zilch right. income tax. The, the real so we hit. have literally gotten to the point where the producers 
the workers, the people busting ass eight to five, they are supporting another 50% who are doing nothing. Doing nothing. And And this is what our founders were afraid of. When you can vote yourself largesse from the other part of society, there's no limit. I mean, why not make, I don't know, why not make uh, the, the, the welfare 50,000 a year or 100,000 a year. It's I like mean, Hunger if, Games. This I mean, is like, it's well, like, that's it's what like AOC, a sci-fi model. That's what AOC's doing. She's just like, let's go <clears throat> for the jugular. Let, let's have a guaranteed income floor for every American that all these workers will will pay. It is so insane. Like, I don't Where's she thinking the money's coming from? It's like anybody who plays marbles know that this doesn't work. No. Like, if everybody has the same number of marbles. If I can lay on the sofa and make 100 grand. The marbles aren't worth anything. Everybody, we just saw that through COVID, didn't right. we? With a PPP program, people did not go back to Jared's restaurant. No. Right? You just lay on the sofa. Try hiring somebody right now. You can't. You can't. So yeah. what happens yeah. to the dollar? Well, back it def- then it was it, even. It inflates worse. to zero. Like, your dollar is worth hardly anything. Everybody, anybody who knows this knows. Like, if everybody has the same number of marbles, they're not worth anything. And if you yeah. start creating more marbles, they're even worth less. You know, it's like it's so insane to well, me. Well, everybody doesn't know that. That is the problem, Steve. Yeah. We everybody who's educated. Milton Friedman knew it. Adam Smith knew it. Any any and you economist. got Pelosi up there saying, "No, this government spending is not causing inflation." Amity like, Schlaes knows it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. like, well, what is causing it then? Like, what is the cause? Like, isn't this like known? I mean, isn't this like economics 101? Eighth grade, ninth grade, I learned this stuff. No, Biden, just him and AOC, it's just ice cream and Bernie. No, let's just keep dishing out goodies to these people yeah. without any clue that it's coming from somewhere. It, well, or they're, or they're printing it. Yeah, well. And then it's worthless. Yeah. It, it, so, it's, now, so now they're going to tax people on a gain that they haven't gained, right? Sure. The, on, on an investment that may go down. Okay. Eventually. Yeah. Right. So what if I'm, what if I'm investing in a buggy whip company, right? You know, or, or say GM or Ford right before say Moderna. Yeah. Right. Go crazy. And, and all of a sudden my GM stock goes in the tank, which has historically happened in the last 15, 20 years. Sure. It went bankrupt. Last year you paid 20% on a huge gain and now you get it all back and you don't get to recapture. No. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so it's not a capital gain. It's not a capital loss. It's an unrealized gain for that year, yep. and you're paying on it. Yep. And you yep. haven't taken the money off the table. It's just something you've got invested for long term. People are going to divest themselves in all sorts of creative ways of all their Mad- assets. Right. Madness. And it's yeah. funny. We all four can sit around this table, talk about this, but none of us are making that kind of money. No, None. but we know it'll, but it'll, it'll it creep, happens. it'll yeah. creep. Yeah. It's a camel's nose under you know? the tent. Yeah. Why yeah. should we even give a rat's ass about that? Because we're well, not even close to that, but we should be caring. Well, because as soon as that happens, all the wealth sells, leaves the country, gets, it's, it's gone. And this, right. if we go in, like, it's almost an unrecoverable disaster at that point. Right. right. Well, and it, it, like you said, it, it dives into other things. You start to see more stock buybacks, which is actually more of the problem than stupid taxes. Well, you know, all this kind of, there are other pieces to this economic downturn we're seeing it's, than taxes. It's it's also the envy game. It's it's, yes. the divi- it's the division game that the Democrats always do. So they've got blacks and whites at each other's throats. They got men and women at each other's throats. They got trannies and non-trannies at each other's throat. And now they're going to have 
you know, they hope to create this class war right. where people or keep it going because it's always keep been it there. going, keep people on the lower end of the economic spectrum saying, yeah, tax those billionaires yeah. and, and hundred millionaires, tax those people without any thought that eventually this will creep down to the people making $50,000 a right. year. And they have a 401k that they, that has an unrealized gain and they'll be telling the plumber or the electrician Hey, you got to pay twenty percent of your unrealized gain because it. All these programs eventually start trickling down. This is the camel's nose under the tent, and it's designed to get. It's designed to gain our support because we're supposed to have envy in our hearts against those millionaires and billionaires. Terrible, well, terrible. With that, we're going to wrap it up. So now all that right. we've uh, ruined your. Yeah. Outlook on the world. There's so much more to talk about. If you want to get everything better and make this all go away, Smoke it's a easy. Joint. <laughs> all you got to do is lose half your skull. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah. fuck up a leg. Yeah. Get multiple orations on your arm. Don't put on a helmet. And, and you're, yeah. <laughs> Stay, stay in a wheelchair for Vermont right. and get, get, a, get, a, get, a, get a walker. Get a good pipe. And, uh, <laughs> Then and stop watching the news. Right, it all goes away. It it just stick your head in the sand. It's, it's easy. Just get in a really bad motorcycle accident and then have to check yeah. out for six. Comf- it's easy. Be yeah. com- no problem. Be comfortably or uncomfortably numb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jared's back. It's good to have you back, brother. I can't yeah. tell you Woo! what it's what a moment. He the man. He the man. It was. Uh, I don't know. I, I never doubted it. I guess we uh, we always thought that no. uh, sooner or later it was going to happen. Yeah. But my dad did. My yeah, dad, he he came out and told me the other day. Mm. He said ah, at the beginning of this, he's like, he's like, you got a lot to do. Mm. He's like, but you've come a lot farther than I thought you were. Yeah, no, he said he's, some things to me early on. I was like, man, I got a better outlook. I mean, he flew medevacs. <clears throat> we're to the hospitals. He's got family. I mean, for yeah. years. Yeah. And so he's, you know, I told him, I was like, well, Dad, I was like, I was fucked up. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember the first two and a half months. Yeah. Don't remember them. Can't recall. I, can't I, I've been trying. I can't remember the accident. Can't remember leaving the house. I can't remember anything. And uh, so I was like, "Yeah, I believe I was fucked up." Now my brother, he he told me whenever he saw. I don't remember seeing him, but he came. He just about the same time you guys did, and uh, he knew I was. He was like, "Dude, you're fucked up." He's like, not only are you fucked up, he's like, you're fucked up from all the medicine they had you on. Yeah, there was that too. And he was like, so you're fucked up. He's like, I knew it was you. He's like, I knew you were there because they had me tied to a bed. They they started tying me to the I bed. I remember, yeah. Oh, they had you restrained. They had me restrained, yeah. and I was, I guess my brother stopped seeing me. I don't remember any of this. Oh, it, well, but uh, I guess Steve I, and I were in there, and you, you, you were trying to pull your broken <clears> leg, <throat> your broken leg leg mm. you were jacking your leg the broken one mm. to try to get it out of the restraints and you succeeded a few times they had to literally restrap you to the bed because you broke the straps yeah they they kept restrapping that, that, that that's the deal i was like well i remember the last two and a half months because uh-huh. i was fucked up well, but, uh, but now my brother yeah i guess to come back to him was that uh he was talking to me and i guess i was like hey man Going to the bathroom, yeah, weed, 
And, <laughs> and now I'm strapped to a bed. I'm tied in, right? Yeah, I can't right. do anything. And there's somebody watching me. There's no sneaking off to smoke weed in the bathroom. No. But my brother was like, yeah, he's still here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he might be messed up, but don't worry about it. He's still there. You're, because talk, you're talking about your mom and dad and your brother. I just <clears> want to <throat> say, and I, I know Steve will back me on this 100%, your family and Shorty in particular, but your mom and dad and Shorty, dude, you weren't there to, you can't remember something that you weren't there to witness, but you know it, and, and I'm not telling you anything, and, and you love them and all that. I just want you to know that your friends saw your family in action, and we were, awestru- we were awestruck by the love and concern and attention paid to you by your mom and dad and your gorgeous wife. They, they, and beyond that. That's unbelievable, Jared. Dude, it's unbelievable. Your community? Like it, 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 it was, it was, it was an amazing sight to see people stopping by, helping Shorty, calling her, texting her, yeah, um, giving her everything she needs, showing up, cutting the grass, doing every. I mean, it, it was, an, it was a remark. It, it goes to show you what can fix this country: local community involvement, the local fabric of a community That's together, right. coming together, irrespective of your cause. Right. For something like that, or irrespective of your beliefs politically, right. for for that kind of cause, it doesn't matter. It, right. it, it's like nobody was asking about that, but no. you know, you had people who d- barely knew what was going on that were stopping by to offer help, and it's like that's what built this country. That's what made this country awesome is the small town, local community, and this is why we can't have the federal government calling the shots well, in D.C. Steve, what's happening in Johnstown and the power of prayer. I mean, uh, no, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to get religious here, but I will just say. So I, without using your name, because it's, you know, it's private that, that, that you had this health situation where you had the wreck, but I posted uh, a picture of you on the, um, the 9-11 uh, heroes ride that you always organized for, I don't know, man, fit 10, 12 yeah. years, long time. You were the honcho that put that on. Um, where we would end up in Sunbury at the Memorial Park for the for the uh, heroes of 9/11, the soldiers, the firemen, you know, the police, just remembering all those people. And you were the guy who did that. So I posted a picture and I said, "Man, this guy's hurting. I I can't say why because it's his privacy. I'm not giving his name, but I'm asking my friends out here in Facebook land to pray for this guy." And, dude, there were people in Norway, Germany, Australia, Japan. There were people all over the world that saw that. And I, I, I had thousands of people saying, I will pray for Jared but without using your name. I'll pray for your friend. And then they wanted updates. <laughs> so I finally and, said, man, the guy's back. You and know? you know your dad, Norman and I went out and talked to your dad. And your he, dad. He, he, was, he had a pretty bleak outlook on what this was going to be. And back to what you're talking about with prayer, Norman, it's like I had a very, very strong message in my soul that night. And I looked at Rachel and I said, he's going to be fine. I even texted Shorty. I said, he's going to be fine. I said, I don't know how I know, but I know. I mean, I felt it. I heard it. And yeah. it was real. Yeah. And I was, I was standing next to my bed and I looked at Rachel and I said, you know, I just had this rush of a feeling that he's going to be fine. Yeah. And I texted at the shorty and uh, it was despite what your dad was saying, because I mean, he was doom and gloom for good reason. You looked horrible, yeah. man. No, no sure. offense. So, like your head was off. Your, <laughs> your leg was like skull. And that was crazy. Was that we had breakfast with the woman that stopped 
when I rode my bike. Yeah. She had stopped, and then down, and this is off my road. An angel. I got in this accident, just so everybody knows. I was sober. I wasn't racing. And I've done all this shit before, and I didn't get it. Anyhow. Yeah, it, it, it was it, just a fluke. It's it just crazy, fluke. yeah. And uh, the woman that was uh, the nurse, she was driving down. She stopped. She didn't give me CPR two times. If she wasn't there to give me CPR, I wouldn't have made it. And they put me on the bag when they got me the ambulance. But both these women came up when they saw me. They're like, "Oh, you you got your you got your right eye." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." What was now? I had stitches on my my forehead, on my my face, and I was fucked up. But they said my eye was out of my socket. It was hanging when she was giving me CPR. I had an eye that was out of my socket. It was hanging over. That's amazing. Man. I yeah, was like, I didn't know that, but. They and you said can see, that, right? You can see from your eyes. Yeah. Hmm. Your, uh, they, your mom and your mom and dad were at your bedside, regardless of you know their anger over the situation, their concern, their depression, through it all, dude. I mean, they were there. They did shifts. They did shifts. Your dad would be there twelve hours. Then your mom would be there twelve hours, and then Shorty would be there. And, and, and they worked it out to where you at all times that they could humanly do it had some relative, a, a Blinsky relative was there, man. It was, it was strong medicine. I've never seen a family do that before. Yeah, it was uh, pretty well, I mean, That's the nurse said, too, to everybody there that I may never come out of this. That they did say that I knew who Shorty was and knew Mom was. And they're like, that's a good sign. Because yeah. a lot of times, somebody in his condition, you, his wife and mom will come in, they won't know who these mm -hmm. people are. Well, Norm, how was it? Well, you and I went there, it was a couple weeks into it. Yeah. And we were allowed to get up and see you in the room. Yeah. And it was COVID restrictions, so only one at a time, or whatever it was. So we but had to tag in and tag out. Before they laid on that nobody, but two sure. designated people, and that's when your daddy couldn't even go see you. But we, I walked up there. I was first to go up. Norm waited in the lobby with your dad. Yeah. And um, I walked up, and I introduced myself. He had, like, there was always a, a babysitter. I don't want to call it a baby. But yeah. somebody who was there. An right. attendant. And yeah. then there was, uh, and, and her job wasn't to do anything medical, but just to make sure that you weren't, that yeah. you were okay. Yeah. And then there was the the people, that the nurses and the the techs that would come in and do stuff and, and, and make sure you had what you needed. And I both those individuals were in when I came in. I walked in, and I introduced myself to your attendant and I introduced myself to the nurse and, um, and the, the attendant or maybe it was the nurse first and the attendant. She asked me, what was your name? And look, you were out of it, but you woke up, looked over and goes, that's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, that's a, that's a good, that thing. was so good. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, a good thing. You would, you would, you would surface like a submarine every now and then out of the sea You'd pop up, break water, and 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 say something. So like when that day when I went to go leave, I was broken, man. So you know I was I was I was I was in bad shape seeing you there, and uh, so I kind of I kind of said to you before I left, because I, I say it all the time. I, I I don't have any problem telling my male friends I love them. So I I go to leave and I say I love you, Jared, and I I head towards the door and you said I love you too, Norm. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? I went back over? I could not believe you said that. And 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 you were back. You you went back underwater just but you popped up just in response.
to that. And, it, and Steve, you did that with Steve too. And Steve and I got down there and we both shared that story that he'd, you'd said that to him, said it to me. And we just looked at each other and said, he's there. He's there. He yeah. is there. His brain is there. It just needs to be set free. And at the time, I guess they were trying to protect you from having seizures. So they had you submerged on purpose. Yeah. Well, they didn't have my they didn't have have my skull in. Yeah. So you know, some operations they had lay me certain ways to work on my leg to work on stuff. Yeah. But I guess it was you know like two months, two weeks after I was in the hospital, I my temperature went up. I had bad fever and yeah. a dual infection. They took that. me to another hospital. Yeah. And I remember they had me on liquid antibiotics, and uh, that's when I came to. I remember seeing short and I said, was that a motorcycle accident? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be in, in Colorado this weekend. Yeah. She's like, that was over two months ago. You were back. I was like, what? You were back. And then I looked down my arm and I had these sti- I had all these, I was like, what happened here? And my leg was in a brace and yeah. I found out that I got a new kneecap, that my bones were coming out of my leg, that my arm, they said it was so bad, they couldn't even keep my arm in pieces they had a lot to load me up to give me the ambulance but i don't remember any of that as soon as they took you off those psychotropic drugs you came back within a day yeah it was unbelievable i mean it was a miracle it was a miracle you were in there all i mean but i mean i guess my speech has got a lot better but for a while i mean i i could think of the words i wanted to say but i couldn't say them yeah yeah. I couldn't couldn't get the speech. Well, this is as, this is as good as I've heard you sound. I mean, since this thing. I mean, yeah. it was like there was one time you called me, like you, you you knew I was that time, and then some other time you called. You probably don't remember this, but you wanted me to look at some contract for some dude in Cincinnati. Oh, it's like yeah. you went on and on and on. You're like, yeah, but even then I was like. He's wheeling and dealing in his head. He wants me to, like, yeah. he, he, you're hustling. You're hustling. I mean, it's pretty hard to talk when you're also missing teeth from the accident. Yeah, I was missing, I was missing three sure. teeth. I was missing yeah. my, my eye, my, I had, yeah. I had scissors in my both arms. I cut my nerves on this one arm here. Yeah. It's so weird because it's still numb. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I, 80%. I've, I've come along pretty well but i I'm mean still, you're 80 90 percent right still, now i still am nah, not there i can tell you that yeah. i'm at like 65 well that seven. just shows how much better you're going to be then so and yeah. and right and it's just been a heck of a trip well you I mean, at you at 65 percent is 99 percent of the rest of the population i'll tell you that because you have so much energy in you there is so much life in you still that's that's yet to be lived that dude, yeah. That's it. I was running three businesses before I, I went down. Yeah, it's insane. I was out of state insane. half a month. Right, right. <laughs> I was I was on the road. I was. I mean, I was doing something. I never watched any TV. I, I mean, I I I did so much. Now I'm doing nothing. J- Jared, you were a super. You were a supernova of ideas. So not only did you have three businesses, but you were beaming out new concepts and entrepreneurial ideas like. 12 a day. I mean, you know, Norm, if you and I bought a land and bought in a piece of, or did you ever think about, you know, we ought to get together and do an, you know, some kind of oil company or, I mean, dude, yeah, you were now spitting I'm old. <laughs> now I'm old. Now, now, old. now, now you identify as an older is. man. You're entitled. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm old. Well, that's what I'm realizing. I mean, at one point I was like, this money I'm spending was supposed to be my retirement. It's supposed to be when I'm old. 
Yeah. Well, you got your social security benefits. You're identifying uh, as a as an old man. So. Right. <laughs> well, look, brother, it's great to have you back. Yes. And incredible. I can't wait for more. So thanks for sharing, Jared. All right, guys. Good to see you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. for letting me yeah. in the door. Oh, yeah. Well, so as always. Well, this one is a little longer than always. But as always, we're going to wrap it up with uh, the typical lawyer talk stuff. If you got a question, you got a topic, you want something, and I get it. Yeah, again, again, again. You're asking me for stuff. I'm getting there. I'll get to it. But uh, I've got some great questions in the lawyer talk Q&A coming in. Uh, I've even got another topic I want to cover here at the roundtable. Uh, if you want your own podcast, well, you better sign up fast because we just signed somebody else up the other day. And uh, there is or there are only so many hours in the day. There's only so many slots we can put you in here at the studio. So that works with Brett over at Circle 270 Media. He is making podcasts happen left and right, up and down, and every day, all day long. So if you want to get a spot in the studio, it's not too late. Go to channel511.com. We'll hook you up with Brett. Uh, you can check him out at uh, my what, what's your what's your uh, mypodcastguy.com. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to screw that's up. Right. Mypodcastguy.com. You can uh, hook up with him directly, and he'll show you the studio and uh, all the stuff. It looks like uh, the comedians are talking about maybe getting back down in the studio with Jared. So uh, that's on the horizons. Norm has got his show. I'm looking at the at the uh, writer list here on what we need to do here in the studio <laughs> to make that happen. Yeah. So uh, Norm's racing show is coming. It's going to be called The Hot Pits. The Hot Pits. Which is the side of the wall where all the action happens. That's The Hot Pits. All right. So The Hot Pits is coming your way. We're going to do it right down here in the studio. It's going to be video and audio, as I understand, with a pretty cool set we're going to build over yeah. there. So We're going to interview um, some uh, motorsports stars, some up-and-coming people, uh, talk about heroes. People that are still around, people that have gone, you know, to the racetrack in the sky. You know, it'll be um, news, scores, updates, uh, controversies, of but, course, if I'm involved. And the politics, keep it at the round table. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. It will be at the round table. Okay. All right. All right. Well, with that, we got Lawyer Talk off the record, on the air, back with Jared, at least until now. <laughs>